What's going on, fans? My name's Josh. As always, I'm here joined by the man that identifies as all 192 different genders, <laughs> Matt Liston. What's going on, guys? Today we're going to talk about Thunderbolts, um, as that's breaking news today, and then we're going to give you our complete um, review on Jack Ryan Season 2. And this is the Nerd Force Podcast. So, Matt, um, bring us in with other news. All right. So, I got a bunch of little little tidbits. One I thought was pretty cool was um, Anthony Daniels came out and talked about C-3PO's fate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did okay. you see that? No, I haven't seen that. So, you know, and again, he's he's alluding, okay? So, he, obviously, he's not going to say for sure. But, of course, we all got alarmed when we saw the red eyes. And, yeah, yeah, and, and then uh, he, the conversation about, like, I'm just looking at my friends for the last time. Exactly, yeah. right. So, of course, that just would rip all of our heartstrings out on that one. But he comes out, and it was a really interesting article because it talks about I me. Mean, he's been doing this character, obviously, from the beginning. For, yeah, since 1974. He's, he's, like, 72, I think, 73 yeah. at this point. So, but anyways... Um, it, I mean, his opinion, he does not, he is stating it does not believe it's the end for C3PO. No. Yeah. And it shouldn't be. It can't be. I don't and, think that it is either, but I, I wonder in what capacity. Like, like we talked about last week, to where the same thing with like the, the, um, I don't remember the name of the android or the, the droid that, um, was with, um, in Rogue One. And, or, yeah, and, or not Rogue One. Oh, right. And Solo. Solo. Yeah. That was Lando's, yeah. um, droid. Yeah. That became well, the became the Millennium, the Millennium yeah. Falcon. So that, but again, that doesn't. I don't think that character still had this it, pop, as it, much. Yeah, it's not like as much. Yeah, yeah, it's not nostalgia to, exactly. But I think character. it was cool that then that they said that obviously what is the Millennium's memory or yeah, what is because I mean yeah. they they always refer to it as a character and it very much yeah. is a character throughout Absolutely. the entire series. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt at all. I mean, he just really said it doesn't believe it's the NSC three PO, and it, I don't. And again, when I think about this and list, reading more as he was talking through the interview. He, he makes good sense because why in the hell would Disney pay all this money for Star Wars and then get rid of C-3PO too? I mean, it just it just doesn't make sense. I mean, they bought those characters, right? Yeah. So an iconic character like yeah, that, I get you're that. going to take it out of the universe? I just don't see Especially it. Especially whenever you can pay a guy for his likeness, like in his yeah, voice. exactly. And then you can get like another person to voice. Like that sounds... You know, that can do like a 3CPO voice. And I, from the sounds of it, I, this guy will do it f- for as long as they'll yeah. do it, you know? Yeah. Um, but the um, the other thing, too, let's realize, too, with C3PO, he's had his head cut off. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's been he, all in he's pieces. Been, he's been in pieces. Literally in pieces. On Chewie's backpack. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it, he's like the Terminator. He keeps coming back. So, yeah. you know, I, I think that um, he will always be. A pillar in the universe of Star Wars, and the beauty of droids is that you can keep those. Because really, when you talk about in Star Wars too, all the characters that we have, we have all the human characters, but there's such a bond to the to the droid characters too. Mm-hmm. You know, especially now. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of BB-8, but I mean, he's part of the universe now. I actually like BB-8. Yeah. I mean, I don't dislike him, 
but I'm, I mean, I like R2 and C3. If I put them in order, you know, yeah. he's third. But, know. you know, so I mean, I don't get me, I don't dislike him at all, but, um, he's second for me. Second? Oh, right. Yeah, I think so. Who, he's, who are you he, putting? What, well, all right, let's rank our droids. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's between R2D2 and C, or, uh, and, um, and BB8 for for the first slot. And I think R2D2 probably comes out on top on that one for me. And then C3PO after that, just because, you know, he's C3PO. He's not. Really? Yeah, I mean, just, I don't know. There's something about the whininess of C3PO, like, kind of. See, that's like, what I love. I don't, I don't, like, it doesn't annoy me, but it's not like my, it's, he's not my He's not as favorable because of that. Yeah. I kind of like the chipper attitude of both R2. Like, R2-D2 kind of has... And this is what's weird. We're talking about, like, you know, machines having, like, personalities and stuff. But it very much is. And, they do. Um, they do, though. Yeah. And and so, you know, R2-D2 has, like, this personality of, like, let's go, like, um, like a gung-ho, like, hoorah type of attitude. Like, like he's always, always ready yeah, to, yeah. to jump into, like, the most dangerous situations and stuff like that. And then C-3PO has been there behind him, like kind of reluctantly, like going in, like, but like do you know the odds of this and stuff like that? And, like, oh, yeah, well, he's and, a protocol droid. Yeah, he's so, a protocol droid. So, but again, that's what I think. That's what I love about the two. They're, they're so, oh yeah, no, no, them together, I wouldn't like replace either one of them. Yeah, but what I I'm think, saying is like, yeah, like like take take that dynamic away and have C-3PO by himself. And I, don't, I, I just don't like C-3PO as much. I don't think that BB-8 has evolved enough yet for me to really yeah like, i think he's more like he's got speaking in like the same like personality he's got an in- innocence to him yeah and i think i like that as much mm-hmm. like he's got he leans closer to like the, the r2d2 side to where he's ready to jump into things but it's more of like a playful leak yeah. like jumped into like, things. oh i gotta do it this is yeah. my thing i'll yeah. do it yeah, yeah. where i, I think r2 I seems no. to have an intuitiveness to yeah. him and he has a like you know, and the thing is with R2, when you look at it, I guess if I was to rank them, I'd put R2 first too, because really, you know, who's in the X-Wing? You know what I mean? You know, who's in the, who's flying up in the sky? Yeah. Who's, you know, opening the gates? Who's shutting down the guards? Who's, you know, doing all those type of things, you know? And in his own little, like those battle scenes where he would like spit the oil out and then light it on yep. fire to take out. The, I mean, that type of stuff is just, that's just fantastic. And I love the dichotomy between the two and just the way that, C-3PO always has to be kind of like this, like not Spock, but Spock-ish. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. he's always giving you the odds or they're giving you that, not the odds, but you know what I'm saying? Always that trying to say probability of this, you know, and that type of stuff. So, but um, anyways, I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. I, I mean, I think it's, it's cool, especially, I just love that Star Wars cares enough to keep the original people in as much yeah. as they do and like we talked about how beautiful it was when we finally got to see lando and the, and the falcon and the you know and all that type of stuff yeah. so you know they do such a great job of that but they're also at the same time they're doing i think that i think and i don't want to go into a star wars discussion forever but i think that we're really the the handling over this mantle to the newer characters has been it's been good i think it's been handled yeah pretty it has well. been very well yeah and handled. i think that you know i you know i i'd like the other characters i care about yeah. them you know i wasn't i'm i'm more like poe was one that i wasn't really 
sure about as much right off no, the No, yeah, I like Poe. Yeah. But now I really like Poe, and I really want to learn more about Poe. Po. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot more, and I think that you can probably, and I didn't read it yet. But I think I between Poe and Finn, Finn yeah. probably has mm-hmm. a really good backstory. Exactly. Like, I mean, we've yeah. explored probably all of it, or, or like mo- most of it, but there is a little bit there to like be explored, like that time, like yeah. Helm with Helm. Yeah. Like the we we kind of jump from like. Like they had one, you know, like one, f- the the flashback to where like he he would um had like the red on his um mask yeah when he was a stormtrooper yep. but like leading up to that like what yeah. was that like there was I mean because he didn't get that way overnight well, I mean how did he, how did he how did he make that decision to become a stormtrooper yeah what yeah, yeah. in his life led him to that and getting that back piece and I don't think we're gonna get in a movie we're not no gonna no movie, but, but we'll get form, in the yeah. book. Get in the comic, and you know what? The thing is, there is a Poe Dameron comic, so they could very well yeah. have already done this type of piece because it's for obviously Poe, but not yeah, for Finn, yeah, not for Finn, not for Finn, but for Poe, I believe there is. So, and I don't know if it's his backstory or not, but I think it's as we move along, and I think once this this portion wraps up, we're going to probably be able to get that through other mediums, yeah. you know, because they got to do something. Because yeah, we got a yeah, break yeah. here after this yeah. until we get to the next. Which actually, still, that story is going to be just during a similar in the similar time frame, but events that are happening somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So that's the beauty of Star Wars. I mean, you can pick the time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and, there's there's a huge gap. You don't yeah. have to do linear. Oh, exactly. Right. Yeah, it doesn't all have to be within the same saga, like within the saga. Yeah. So. Anywho, um, that's what see through. So let's just all hope, and I think that we'll be fine. And I think that you know that was just a uh, that was a bait uh, a bait plug in the trailer to to get us all worked up. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't think that's like nearly as much like bad as it like makes it out to be. But yeah, but you're gonna wonder. I mean, still it worked. It, it, I mean, it, it no, worked. we're talking about it, right? <laughs> it worked. It works for us. So. But uh, you can't wait for that. Yeah, as you guys know, we already got our tickets Thursday night, so we'll definitely be on to talk about that immediately after that. Happens. Yeah, we'll probably do an, like an impromptu. Yeah, that's I can't wait. So, all right, moving on. Um, this is just again little side things I saw that I thought something was super ass cool, and um, it's uh, it's the uh, super ass cool, super ass cool. Okay, and it belongs. Just wanted to document. <laughs> okay, it comes from the Batverse. Okay. Yeah. Which, by the way, pretty much everything from the Batverse is super ass cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, yeah. that's called the SAC. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, this SAC happens to be uh, Legos is putting out a replica Batman. Oh yeah, from I saw this. Nineteen 19- from nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. yeah, from the Tim Burton Batman series. Dude, dude. Yeah. I, 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 ha- I, 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 you I know, I think yeah, I'm going to have to get one. this. Yeah. I have to get it. I have to get it. I do. Yeah. If nothing else, just float it towards Andrea for. Christmas gift? Oh, no worries. And then, then we it's can done. build it together. I'll wait. You float it to my bride, Shauna, mm. and just, yeah, we'll get that done. And you know what, Josh? Even if it's a joint gift, I'll be happy to sit here and drink beers and build and that build with it you. Because yeah. there's 3,306 pieces to it. So yeah. it may take us a little bit of time. Yeah, it'll take a few hours. The price tag, though, you're looking at a cool 249 Yeah. Now, I just want to put on the record, the first car that I actually purchased... Was probably as much as that. Uh, three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, and it was a. I bought it for my uncle who won the car shooting pool. Nice. So, anyways, it was an AMC Spirit. Heap. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, 
that looks so awesome to me. And you get three characters with it, too. You get, um, obviously, Batman and Joker and... I want to, I believe it's Poison Ivy. So you get the little yeah. dudes with it. And it has a, um, it sits on a rotational platter so that you can see it from all angles. Oh, nice. That's cool. And it also has a, a um, another informational plaque that sits with it that, I don't know if it, I think it attaches to the base that explains, you know, this is the whatever. So looks pretty cool. So anyways, that's coming out. And uh, yeah, we will definitely, um, I'm just going to put it on the record now. It's going to happen one way or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anywho, moving on. Um, so, this I thought was interesting. And we can probably talk about this a little bit, too. So, the success of, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah. So, they take a ride from Disney, an old-ass ride from Disney, yep. and they turn it into, obviously, we all know what the franchise yeah. is, right? Just Yeah, they've got six movies. Out. And, They're doing a seventh yeah. at some point. All good movies. Sometimes I got confused in them. I'm not going to lie. But other than that, I enjoyed them. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll still watch, like, especially if it comes on, like, TNT or something like that. Then I'll sit down and watch, like, parts maybe. Well, I mean, the cinematography of those is just outstanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Outstanding. I mean, that alone. I mean, and the stories are are good, too. Even, like I said, sometimes it can be a little bit like trying to track the timeline of the Avengers. But, I mean, they're still good stories, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I, I loved it. But anyway, so Disney's doing the same thing with Jungle Cruise. Uh-huh. Again, old-ass ride. Yep. You know what I mean? It's been around freaking forever. And I, the trailer dropped. I don't know if you saw the trailer. Yeah, I saw the trailer. Yeah. So I was thinking, oh, my goodness, Jungle Cruise. I'm like, what are we going to do with this? Yeah, I'm willing it to give good, it a chance. Man. It looks good, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. I, I actually looked at the tra- And it has The Rock in it. And it has yep. uh, Emily Blunt. Yep. And... Um, also, uh, the dude did uh, Sam Adams on HBO. Um, uh, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Oh, uh, G- yeah, Giovanni. Uh, or Giamatti, G- or yeah. whatever his name is. He's in it, too. I like him. He's a good character actor. I like him a yeah, lot. Yeah, I really like him. Um, he's been in like a bunch of like movies that flew under the radar. He was in um, a movie with... Uh, what was the kid? Um, what was the kid and Malcolm in the Middle? Blank check. No, the it was much later than that. Was he in Blank Check? I don't remember. Yeah, he was check. the bad guy, I think. Yeah, he was. No, this was um, this was. But way that was Malcolm in the Middle, wasn't it? No, that wasn't Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, that was okay. the kill for Richard. Oh, Rich. Cody Banks. Who's Cody Banks? Yeah, that kid. So yeah, that's not Malcolm in the Middle. That is that is Malcolm in the Middle. Cody Banks is okay. But this is um, this was uh, he who's like a Hollywood producer or something like that. But it was something about blue. And like he he got like a bunch of blue. Anyways, it was a kids movie, and it wasn't like anything like super like robust. But like the character work that he put into that character, like oh my god! Like if he yeah. like he puts that stuff into like it doesn't matter what character yeah. it is, and it's it's the same. Like it can be you know a, 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 a yeah. million dollar budget, or it can be you know a, a twenty yeah. million dollar budget, and he puts the same amount of work yeah. into it. No matter. Well, what. I mean, I really think. Did you see John Adams? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I really dude, love John John Adams. Dude, yes, he, that that right there just showed like I mean he carried it. Yes, I mean like a lot of times he's a character actor and he's never usually always the star. He's always like the co-star or something. But I mean he was the star of that show. 
and he carried that show and like i mean he didn't have to carry too hard because it was really well done but his acting chops and that you could see it and he was him i mean it was such yeah. a good that was a great series and man yeah. on the moon is another one that was really good Which one? man on the moon oh yeah. where he stood with jim carrey yeah, yeah. for yeah the yeah. lock key guy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a whole nother interesting situation yeah. that too that's crazy when you think about that. And then some of the stuff like with the way that Jim Carrey did that movie too, he was he took that more of a method approach too. Yeah. And I mean he went out. Well, he kind he, of is. He, like he Well he is he, to he a very degree, much but close other, to um that character yeah, that um actor. Yeah, but I mean I, his name. I don't think he was method acting in Ace Ventura, but No. You no, know, no. but I mean but I think that in that one he did go out as Tony Montana and he went out in public and, and like continued that persona i mean yeah. the same way that that Lockie did that and I, I forget the guy's real name it's just horrible and i don't think that to this day to this day i'm not people are still confused about his comedy andy kaufman, too. Andy kaufman. to this day i still think people are confused about his comedy you know andy kaufman yes. yeah yeah, yeah I think I, so too. I, it, it's something that it's like it, it it's a it ha I mean I'm sure it's a case study in universities when he gets into the cinematography yeah. or whatever it might be because it has to be it, it just it's so it, I, I don't even know how to even discuss it or even interpret it. He was the it. first troll. Yeah, it's just nuts. I mean, it's, think about like the stuff they did with um, like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, with Hulk Hogan. Or no, or no it was no, a Hulk no, Hogan. Macho Man, Macho Man Savage. Yeah. yeah. But then he did the stuff where he came out and read. Charles Dickens and stuff like that for like hours straight yeah. doing like a single bit and it was a bit yeah like in you know like yeah just trolling for like f- like for hours I mean, you, don't, you don't know if it was I, I again this is where I struggle it's like is this just a madman that's been able to navigate and do these things or is he really pushing the boundaries of what's considered comedy? Uh, I think he was. I think it was the, definitely the latter of those two. I mean, it just. But again, it's like, it's. it's I don't know. It's bizarre to me. I. I or I, maybe I, a mixture of the both. Maybe a little call and make call and be. Yeah, could it be? Could it be. But I, I. What I will say is that I appreciate his efforts. I really mm-hmm. do. I think that he pushed the envelope on so many different areas that were areas that people would even think. That, say a comedy existed here and that's where he went in a lot of those places but neither here nor there anyways so jungle cruise back to it though so anyways the trailer looked great Mm -hmm. it looked really looked well done yeah it's really well done it's disney so of course it's going to be well done but it has that type of it's not Indiana Jones, but no, it has a it has feel a of that. Feel of it has it, a yeah. feel of that, you know. Uh, I think it's like more of a mixture, maybe like a kind of a mummy and Indiana yeah, Jones yeah, yeah. mashup. Yeah, leaning probably closer than the mummy. Mm-hmm. And it has the humor in it and stuff yeah. like that. Where basically in the trailer, it's all about obviously the Rock pilots this uh, this Jungle Cruise boat yeah. for all these. Rich it's like the English. Jungle Cruise, it's like it's exactly the yeah, Jungle it's, Cruise. It's, he has like you know like not animatronics, but like. You know things that are, are are scheduled to happen, or he's got like different yeah. things that he's able to make happen, right? And like, 
in the one thing, these are obviously clearly not spoilers because it's a trailer, but like they're coming down the boat and he has all these proper English people on this big Amazon tour and the the natives come out and start shooting blow darts and mm-hmm. one happens to get a little too close to the rock and he looks over at him and like, oh, cut it, but cut that back a little bit. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> it looks good, guys. It's easy. <laughs> so obviously it's a bit of a shyster and the whole... The whole premise of that one is like every time he does something, it's like how much more money can he make? Yeah. And the one line I thought was great. It's like, well, she goes, well, why would that be more? He goes, because you'd be dead. I'd have to carry you. And it's going to cause you. It's going to be a little bit harder for me or something. So anyways, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, you know, to be honest with you, I find the Rocks movies entertaining. I've yet to see Hobbs and Shaw probably watch that this weekend. Yeah, well, but, I want to watch that actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. There's, I don't know. I just think his movies are entertaining and fun. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm never going to say he's winning an Oscar. But you know what? It's like you get what you get when you when you see his movies. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. Just like skyscraper. Yeah, you know? skyscraper. And then yeah. there was the one rampage. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see rampage yet. It was actually pretty. Yeah, it was, it was good yeah. for a rock movie. Yeah. It's a it made it's for a rock, rock movie. Yeah, it's a rock movie. You know, and I you know I mean I have to be. I'm I, first off I liked rock. I liked him when he was a wrestler. Yeah, you know he's so, a good guy. He's he's, he's genuinely a good, really good yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I think he's a good guy too. I mean, obviously we don't know him, but well, my my dad metal. Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. His his mom lived um in Tampa or just outside of Tampa when they lived there. Oh yeah, and so him and his wife at the time, my dad and his wife at the time, went to go eat over at this really nice restaurant, and The Rock was taking his mom there, and so my dad and his wife um went up and you know like, hey, we don't mean to interrupt you or anything like that, but. We love you and you know and the stuff that you do and super cool guy like just awesome. this is where he was breaking out from yeah. wrestling mm-hmm. at the time so you know very early on in like his acting career and I think that's what makes his movies successful too is because there's two sides to those type of actors too he has to be that way I mean he seems truly genuine yeah you know I think yeah. that's a great word to sum him up he seems genuine and he means like. You know, I mean, you think about like what The Rock has accomplished. It's crazy. It's like I was in Dick's the other day. He's got a whole line of clothes now, too. Yeah. With the Brahma Bull and the, all the yeah, workout yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff that he does and everything, yep. you know. So he doesn't lose. And then every now and then he still shows up in wrestling, too. Yeah. So it's like he, this guy, I, I don't even know what his net worth is. But oh, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. Dude, what he's making on fast money. Yeah. Uh, uh, alone, you know, and to have a spinoff. Yeah, you know that's just crazy. I mean, but anyways, good for the Rock. I, I like him. I like him a lot. I think it's. I actually think that Jungle Cruise is going to do extremely well. I'm looking forward to that. It's actually coming out. Uh, I hope it does. I would like to see like him actually like head a franchise. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think he will. Yeah. I definitely. I think it's going to be one of them that does that because I can feel that this is going to go down that pirate's path maybe not for as long but we'll get yeah. another one and it's coming out um july 24th 2020 so we'll see um another movie that's coming out too and this one's coming out a little bit sooner it's coming out on july 24th it's called the gentleman have you seen that at all with matthew mcconaughey yeah i mean i remember vaguely um seeing something about it but i don't think i've watched like any trailers or anything like that i don't know if this is i don't know if this is the latest trailer or not i'm not sure but it's just one that kind of intrigued me it's like i to be honest with you i like matthew mcconaughey too i find him to be a great actor 
I like he's done some stinkers. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, yeah. I still enjoy him as an actor, and yeah. I think he does he does really good work. And um, you know, he's another kind of a guy that I think is just he is who he is. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's that's what you get. And it's kind of like a lot of his characters that he does in the movies seem to be the same kind of guy. It's not always the dazed and confused guy that he was. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's but, like yeah, it's always other like than that. You know, yeah. He's never like a high strung dude that's, you know. Yeah. And I, I'm sure I mean, the closest they got to that was probably the um uh, what was it, the detectives TV show on uh well, HBO. I, see that and my wife is kicking me every day. I didn't see that. Oh my she god, how did you that, not watch that? She said that is his Some best of the best work. Of the work that he's done, yes. She said that I is would, his best work. Yes. I would put that I wouldn't. I don't know that that's best work. Like I can't think of anything that well, tops that off Dallas the top of my head. Club. Dallas Buyer Club, the Lincoln what was the one about the Lincoln Lawyer was great. yeah Lincoln Lawyer like great. stuff like that maybe like on par with that. But yeah. like I don't know. Like that was that was fantastic. Yeah, the, what I actually out. I read the Lincoln Lawyer. True Detective was the name. Yeah, True Detective. I read the Lincoln Lawyer and the way that uh, uh, Michael Conley wrote the Lincoln Lawyer yeah. and the way that Matthew McConaughey brought that character yeah, to think? life was just, it's everything I envisioned, you know? Because when you read a book, you automatically put a voice to it. You put a yeah, voice yeah, to yeah, it. You yeah, put yeah. What, a vision to it, you know? And he wasn't really the person that I had in my mind I was visioning as the Lincoln Lawyer, but the way that he came off and played it was such, it was so well done. He did, and if you read the book and watch the movie, you will see what I'm saying. He did a great job with that. But this one um, called The Gentleman is a Guy Ritchie movie. So it's kind of like in line with Guy Ritchie's like uh, Lock, Stock, Barrel and Snatch, if you saw those. Yeah, Snatch kind of, is a fantastic movie. There's like a subgenre like in, in, in English movies that have like these, gangster type movies they're a little bit more they're not the same they're not the same feel Feel as the gangster type movies that we have yeah yeah. not it's not good fellas it's not the godfather it's definitely a different feel it's trailer park boys and it's yeah it's yeah yeah. it's definitely more into it's just it's more like our gritty action type movies that we have here it's closer to like um like polished and glamorized well it's kind of like it's kind of like um uh the uh God, what's the Quentin Tarantino movie that he did with um, Mr. Blue, Mr. White? Oh, um, yeah, that one. Um, something Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's, it's Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. It's pretty much like it's, that's, that's it's, the epitome it's, of. Yeah, it's closer to grittiness of, like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so this one basically is the story behind this one is he's an expat um, living in London, England. Well, that's where London is. Yeah. Not London, Ohio. London, oh, okay. London. Okay, just make I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, it's set, I believe, in the 70s. And and um, he basically is like the marijuana king. He's the pot king. Oh, yeah. And so, he is deciding to... He's getting out of the pot game. Huh. He's done. He wants to get out of the business. He's just... He's, he's retiring. He wants to get out of it. Move on. He wants to move on. So, as soon as that kind of gets out well then all of a sudden there's a lot of people that are then there's turf wars and you know there's yeah. there's this escalation it's escalation to the nth degree which i don't know again not knowing the true story of what everything that's behind it or what goes on i mean i'm taking it as this it's like he, he chooses to get out escalation occurs 
and it's like the same thing as you know the old mob movies once you're in they pull you back in type thing he's he can't get out of it you know mm-hmm. what i mean but now he has to deal with all these other outside influences and there's obviously there's an asian guy in it i don't know if it's an asian gang situation that wants to take over the one piece and there's a, the, another piece and but they have some really good people in it too they got a hugh grant who plays a character in it and oh. uh he's pretty much mostly in the trailer so he has a pretty interesting part too colin farrell's in it and oh. colin farrell is a guy that sometimes i can take or leave it's yeah just, i get that yeah but the way that he's playing this guy, it's, he plays this other guy um, that he, he is wearing glasses and he's like a roughy beard type thing. And it's like I'm watching, and again, it's very short, but it's just like his manner. It's like he's taking his glasses and he's pushing them up on his face. And it's like he's doing the whole British type thing, you know. And there's always that British component of the politeness and the whatever have you and all that BS. But it's like you can see that there's full character development Mm. already just from these short pieces i think it's going to be a really good movie i can't wait to see it it's actually i there's not a lot of buzz on this yet but it's coming out in january so yeah mm. i think we'll see more on it but um i like guy Ritchie movies i mean i think they're yeah. good so oh, well, snatch snatch is like yeah. one of my favorite movies yeah yeah so we'll see but i i like that one so um the other little tidbit I have, which uh, Josh and I are basically like waiting for our, our Christmas, which is going to be The Mandalorian on November 12th. Yeah, only a few days away. Yeah, a few days away. Oh, jeez. Cannot wait for that. Oh, I'm taking a moment. Okay, my moment's over. So anyways, the, the last trailer that came out, which is done, we're all done, it shows Nick Nolte's character in it. You saw that one? Yeah. It, it kind of looks like a Hellboy that kind of melted his alien yeah. face or whatever so it doesn't say much but i thought it was interesting to see oh that's the nick nolte character yeah. so take that for what it is he's not wearing makeup in this one yeah <laughs> yeah which probably isn't a bad thing for nick nolte at this yeah. point but yeah this isn't another this isn't 48 hours so but um but again uh we will we will we will definitely deep 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 Deep, deep dive, dive into yeah, that one when absolutely. that happens for sure so next week's podcast will probably be all on Mandalorian. yeah it'll probably be all about it i mean i i, I will oof, that might be a call for work day i don't know but anyways um one other thing that we haven't talked a ton about um is uh comics recently too and we touched on yeah. some stuff but one that i'm intrigued about and i just i ordered it today is uh deceased and it's a DC comic on the black label, the black, okay. whatever it is. And uh, so basically in this storyline, um, it takes all of our, take the Justice League, I mean, yeah. all of our heroes. So basically there's been a virus that's... Yeah, in, okay, I remember hearing yeah. about this, yeah. There's a virus that's taken over the entire world, and you're running against the clock at this point, you know, and, and it's like just killing off people when it's forcing them to you know have to obviously I, and again i'm not sure if they're gonna be forced to work with villains in this or, or or what i'm not sure i haven't read it yet it just looks so intriguing it looks so fresh so new and such a change and a departure and when you take your superheroes and you put them against a virus that none of them have the ability to beat it's really interesting i mean even it affects superman so my guess on this, which I definitely will come back and I will talk about this when I get done reading it, is going to be that somebody's going to come up with the solution 
And I'm going to give everyone one guess who that person might be, Josh. Oh, of course it's Batman. Of course it's the Batman. Of course it will be the Batman. I guarantee you that it will be the Batman. And by the way, some of these variant artwork that they have for these covers, they are masterpieces. I mean, they Mm -hmm. are masterpieces. It is insane. And another thing um, that you should do, too, um, for those that are into D.C. as much as I am, um, right now is the voting period to go on and vote for your favorite villains. And they eventually, and I think it's going to come out in uh, late January, where Harley Quinn does the awards for the, there's like six or seven categories. And you go onto the DC app, or DC app, or DC website, and then you can go ahead and pick who you feel is it, who's going to be the villain this year. And they have like the overall villain. And, uh, you know, having, there's they definitely, they give you a little bio, and there's a ton to pick from. But, um there's there's a there's a ton so it, it's interesting it's really cool it'll probably trigger you to want to read some other things so i recommend you know going out there taking a look at it and uh and see what it is I, and i can't wait to see what the publication when it comes out when harley does the awards so that just should be pretty cool so that's, well obviously that's it's gonna be probably um the joker this year um i'm gonna go with the batman who laughs that's, oh, nice. that's that is my that's who I picked, but there's Good there's pull. so many other ones that you could pick from. I'm just thinking about like um, uh, about the uh, that's just comic books though, not movies. Okay, so they're not including influence of movies at all. Mm-mm. Okay, because worldwide, the Joker's paid nine hundred forty nine million dollars and change, and it's probably not slowing down. No, I don't think so. No, no, it's probably not. So this is just comic books, though. So, and that really was one of the best new villains that I. Oh, that was the great villain. Actually, this one no. Well, that was because the weekend, I guess. Um. Yeah, I mean, still making a million dollars a day. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see what happens when that's over. I, I hope he gets something for that. I've so talked about it before. But. You were talking about Deceased. Um, yeah. That's actually the same storyline along Death Stranding. Yeah. I want to take a moment to talk about that. There, sure. There's, I mean, there's this whole thing. We saw it with um, with the De- or Detroit becoming human and, yeah. like, different things like that. They're like, where you have legitimate actors and not to say that, like, voice actors and things like that aren't legitimate actors. Um, but that you have actors that are regularly and with like huge within the movie and TV show world that are becoming a part of um, video games now. So you have uh-huh. like um, Norman Reedus on this one. You have um, a lot of other people. Um, I'm trying to remember the bad guy that's supposed to be in this one. Yeah. His, but like once I say it, well, while you're looking up that one, the one I'm the game I'm picking up on Friday that I had a, I've had on pre-order for like a six months is uh, yeah, Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy from Shameless. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the guy from Shameless. Yeah. Um, Mads, um, make, uh, make a listen. Um, you'd recognize him if I if I showed you a picture He's of him. He's the red-headed guy from Shameless. No, no, no I'm talking about the from Death... Uh, dead, oh, dead you're str- talking about that. Oh. So he's the guy that played... You remember the TV show Hannibal? Yes. Um, that was based on Hannibal Lecter? Yeah. Um, it's that guy. Okay. It's the guy that plays Hannibal. Um, oh, okay. He's the bad guy on 
on here. And of course, it's got you know people like Troy Baker and you know like uh, iconic like voice actors and stuff like that. But the fact that they were able to get not only like voice acting but like motion capture and things like that from Norm Norm Reedus and then Mads Mikkelsen. And, um, Dude, it only makes sense. It's a multi billion dollar business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just, and why are you going to attach names like that to it? It only no, helps you. I, absolutely. I mean, it just, I, 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 I like it. The only thing that sometimes it could happen with those type of choices, though, if it's a, you know, there's two sides to this. One, I like it. I do like it. But on the other side, I also like the creation of characters that aren't that, like, like, I, I don't like if Master Chief would have come out and been somebody else than yeah. Master Chief. You know what I mean? That would make me feel differently. You know what I mean? Because there's also characters that like, like playing video games. Like, like just because we know characters that look like Nathan Drake, yeah, Nathan uh, Drake became, became a person me, yeah. in a sense to us. Yes, from playing that. Yep. So it's a double-edged sword because you still you can. It's been proven that you can create iconic characters. I mean. Mario, Luigi. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, obviously more cartoony, but you can still create those type of characters without having to go the the name recognition route. Now, on the flip side of that, I truly appreciate that side too. Yeah. I can see both sides of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I Until they agree, pick yeah. a guy that I hate, then you know, then I'll be I'm all good with it. You know what I mean? Uh, there's but definitely in that too, but so, I'm just talking about it's like I, you know, if they, you know, if they ever made a Batman video game and Pattinson was the character, no, <laughs> no, that would not fly. So I did watch on our break that we had over three three weeks. I did watch some Robert Pattinson movies, um, High or High Life or the the that one was good. It was basically like it's Robert Pattinson like showing his acting chops. Yeah. And he definitely does that really well. He he did he did one that that that's the space one. That's the space one. Yeah. And then there was another one. Um, to where him and his brother, his brother's got like is autistic, and they go in and rob a bank, and um, his brother gets caught because um, they they open up the bag. There's the big red dye yeah. that like covers them and stuff like that. Basically, his brother gets caught um, doing something. I forget what it was. Um, not related to that, but ends up getting tied into the bank robbery too. And then he goes through and, and tries to get his brother bailed out and tries to. Um, uh, get his brother out of there because his brother's autism. He's not fitting in well within um, the course, jail yeah. system. Huh. He ends up getting like um, beat up. So he's thinking like his brother's in the hospital. He, anyways, he's having to do this investigative work yeah. with it, right? And this is exactly where um, the idea for Batman came from. And it, it works, man. Like it's see, it's see, definitely first off. Batman probably would not choose to have to, someone go yeah. on a mission with them that has autism. No, I get that. I'm not I saying get that. that. I'm like, saying, like, you like know, if you take away that part of it. I was trying to crack, like, a computer like, in IBM, yeah. I, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the that that part, yeah, okay. I understand. No, but Josh, what I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, I, know. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it, it definitely, like, after seeing that, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. He still probably wouldn't be my number one pick, but yeah. I, I'm I'm more convinced now than I was before yeah. seeing that. Well, I, and again, I always have to preface this with, I do not ever want to diminish his acting ability because he is very talented he's extremely talented it's just something dear in my heart that i didn't want that but i just watched the uh the movie we talked about last week i watched that this week um called the king and it was the one about king edward and he's in that movie oh, okay he plays the dauphin 
from yeah. France, and he actually plays a very good character in that. Yeah. So it's obviously it's a like good a, character actor. Oh, he, I mean, he was like a, like a fruity French guy. So oh well, that's not stress. So <laughs> where are no, you out of that? <laughs> but but that being said, he played the character the way the character was meant to be played, and yeah. he did. I I mean his 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 role was small in it, but his his scenes were impactful, and it brought a lot of power to the to the show. And I think that I mean. If you didn't have, don't get me wrong, Timothy Chalamet was phenomenal in this. One, I think this is probably one of his, actually, no, his best work was the other one that he did with Steve Carell when he was a drug addict. But this one, he does a great job and shows Timothy's range. And this kid, we're going to be talking about him for years to come. This guy's not going away. He is the next big thing. However... The role that Pattinson played in this particular movie was small, but his scenes, he was a scene stealer. He really yeah. was, because his, his performance was very powerful and was very good. And um, he, you hated him out of the gate. I mean, that's how strong his character was. You didn't have to build up to hating him. You just hated him. And, I mean, he brought that so quickly to you. And it's not because, I mean, I already knew the story, but that... It, Regardless if you knew the story or not, that really, he did a great job. So I will give him his props on that for sure. So, and you haven't seen that, you need to watch it. Yeah, really I need to watch that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. And it's a true story. So, obviously. Um, and that's another one that I listened to. Um, and I've mentioned this before too. Um, there's a podcast um, called Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. And if you ever want to learn some things, man, this guy is, he is a Sherpa. And he will take you through some things and some atrocities that have happened, you know, hundreds of years ago. But these things, the way he tells these stories, you're there. You're in it. You're listening. You're so engaged. And some of his podcasts, they're long. They could be very long. And they could be like, you know, two and a half hours. And there could be four parts to it. But I'm telling you, it's worth every minute. And he backs everything up with factual information and his storytelling and he actually is a professor of history somewhere i believe and like i mean i would take every one of this guy's classes i mean he is just he's fantastic and he doesn't release a lot i mean you'll get you'll get like uh like four episodes and then you won't hear anything from like six months but it's it's because of so much he puts so much into it i mean it's literally history class in a podcast and it is i've learned so much and the one of his podcasts happened to be this story that that movie's about and his descriptions of of that event were so accurate into the even the way they depicted it they did such a great job in that movie of depicting it as well and it was uh it was great both so listen to listen to that one if you ever get if you're bored so anyways so what uh, the other only other comic that i wanted to talk about which I haven't, I don't even know the premise behind it completely. There's another black label or black, I can't remember the right term, DC black label, black dot, whatever it might be. I don't know. It's black label. Black label. Yeah. It's called Damned, Batman Damned. Yeah. 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 yeah that's the other one. And I, um, I'll order that probably next week and then we'll talk about that. These two are, these two are intriguing me and I really enjoy the shorter runs too. I like, I like the, like, like Grayson and I both share the same premise. It's like, 
we love our characters, but these type of short scenarios of, you know, six, eight, nine, ten, twelve runs, that type of thing, it, it actually actually is able to tell a story with a character that we've already done the base work. We've already read a ton of detective comic, a ton of Batman comic and things like that, that you, you already established it. At this point, you know what your, your expectations of what this character should be doing or how they should interact. You have that premise going in. So it makes these type of runs so much fun because there's an end to it, like metal. Metal was a lot. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of metal. I mean, it's a long run, a lot of shoot-offs. But still, it was really, it was really interesting because it brought a lot of the characters in too. But obviously, Batman being in it too, of course. But, but anyway, so damn, that's gonna be the other one I want to talk about. So I'll be getting them in, and I'll definitely be talking about them as we go forward. So um, other than that, uh, comic wise, there's a there's just so much going on in comic book world. It's like if we could do a separate podcast just on what's comic going on books, there. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest with you, I. As much as I mean, I love the Avengers and I love all that in, in Spidey and, and and all that type of stuff. I just I, I still gravitate back to my roots and I pretty much stick in the DC realm for the most part because I just don't have that much free time on my hands. But Marvel's doing such great things too. Over you know some yeah of the, the X Men yeah. thing they're doing yeah. stuff with tons of stuff with Star Star Wars there yeah. 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 Well, that, I mean, I am I am reading the original Star Wars line that they launched under Marvel, so I'm, I am doing that line because I'm obviously I'm collecting all the uh, the, the action figure covers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, and then um, Christopher Thomas just released one. It's uh, it's coming out. I had to pre-order that one too, but it's the uh, it's a double watch. You have to open it up, and it's the uh, the what's it called the not the Ragor. I think it's called Ragor. One of the big monsters. Anyways, I can't remember. Anyways, it's pretty cool. His work is so phenomenal. That guy's, that guy's ridiculously good. It's really, 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 really good. And I, my Obi-Wan I have prominently displayed in my little cabinet. So, um, but anyways, moving on. Um, do you have anything else on comics at all? Yeah, I mean, on? I kind of want to talk about the Invisible Man, and the Invisible Man kind of goes into the comics. Um, there right, was we'll, we'll do. I got one more little topic. You want to do yeah. that now, or then? Uh, you, you know, just stay on comics. That's fine because I think that was a really cool thing that you brought up with the Invisible Man. So yeah, so I mean, the Invisible Man is taken from like the same comic, um, uh, from the same comic line as like um, the Sandman and. Um, things like that. Um, under variant, you said, right? Yeah, uh, under variant. Uh, I think it was um, classics, then variant. Um, but um, oh, actually, Marvel did a run on the Invisible Man too. Well, Marvel, um, if I'm not Marvel I hate classics, to interrupt you, yeah. but Marvel bought variant, right? I don't know. This was uh, Marvel classics Somebody comics twenty five. Okay. Anyways, so but scratch anyways, that. I don't know if that's accurate. I can't remember, but I thought Variant was purchased by somebody. Yeah. So, but um, uh, the it's it's stemming from H.G. Wells' um, uh, storyline, and uh, they've done obviously things with like Kevin Bacon in the past and yeah. things like that. Yeah, but, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. I completely forgot about Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Good call. But um, they've um, they're releasing a new movie with the the girl from uh, Hands Made Hands Made Still yeah yeah and and it's taking like the other perspective as to where you know the comics and everything else have been 
very much one-sided telling the story of the invisible man but it's taken um you know a darker look at things it's produced by bloom house and and you yeah. would expect bloom house to do this yeah but it's taking a darker look at things from the other side of it so um who you know in this case he's a very disturbed inv- individual he um finds the the capability to become invisible and then uses that for malicious means mm-hmm. and um he's uh in doing so, um, you know you don't you don't focus in on that character. You focus in on on him as like the the big bad of the the, the movie, right. and the the good guy is the the girl from the handmaid yeah. handmaid still. Well, I, I I think the trailer clearly says yeah. that he's taking a dark ass turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, uh, he's dude. It looks phenomenal. It really does because it's like I mean imagine. Imagine that you already got someone that's like a uh, an abusive this, an yeah, abusive yeah, yeah, spouse, yeah. or abusive, or you got someone that's like up on your business or whatever it might be, and now you don't see them coming; they're invisible. Yep. I mean, I mean, just that alone even makes it terrifying, you know. But yet, when you, well, I mean, when you have that thing where the fear of the unknown is, oh, yeah. you know, the, the not knowing where things are at, not knowing where the bad yeah. guy's at. Like imagine, like, like imagine all the horror movies that you see, to where you, like the the monsters always war, isn't always living up to expectations. Yeah. In this case, you don't see the monster. Yeah. Like it's it, it lives up to expectations because it's it's there, but it's not there. Like yeah. you visually, you can't see it. Well, and, and just the sheer fear of that alone. Yeah. Is enough to scare you. Yeah, and they you definitely know. lean heavy. Oh, into yeah, that. they do. Yeah. And that, and Without that, giving too much away. I think the Kevin Bacon one, they gave too much away of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of focused in on there. And it doesn't seem like, at least from the first preview, yeah. it doesn't seem like you're doing that. It seems like you may see him like once or twice within the theater or within the, the segments before he becomes invisible. But right. that, and then that's it. Yeah. That's it. Like, there's there's nothing about the guy. You just only have like the one side of it to where like he's crazy, you know, he was yeah. threatening and he was abusive and stuff like that. And that's kind of what you go on. Yeah. And so. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't see it, and I appreciate you showing me that before we got on air because that looks so cool. And that, yeah. and, that and the girl, the, the woman, I shouldn't girl woman, that plays the um, hand Handmaid's Tale. If uh, it's the blonde girl, the main character of that, and I cannot remember her name, I, mean, yeah. I apologize. But as that's we, part uh, for the course for us, as you know. But it's the blonde girl from yeah. Handmaid's yeah. Tale, yeah, the girl the character thing <laughs> on the the streaming service. Yeah. So um, her. She's a great actress. She really is. And her facial expressions, like you can, like if you watch A Handmaid's Tale too, her nonverbal acting skills in that speak volumes. They really do. And I think that's really what the story makes the show too. But her ability for the nonverbal pieces are so good and so timely and they're just they're perfect in everything she does the bristling of the body the facial changes the the stares the everything that she does you feel it and when you mm-hmm. feel it and without words that makes a difference and i think you're going to see that in the invisible man and that's where she's going to really because i mean i i mean she was in the kitchen which i do i am going to watch because i want to see it but i heard it was really bad really bad and that was a comic book uh take two from hell's kitchen yeah but 
Um, she was in that, and again, she was part of an ensemble too. She wasn't it, but in this one, she's it. She, this yeah. is her movie. She's going to carry this. So, oh, of course, obviously with the obviously the influence of the Invisible Man too. But we'll we'll see. It looks great. I mean, I I can't wait. When's that? Come? Did you get a release date on that? Uh, no, I don't remember what the release date no. is. Okay. So interesting that you brought up being invisible, because my last little tidbit of new news is that uh, we talked about it and, and a little bit about um, Apple TV launching yeah, the yeah, new yeah, the C thing. Yeah. Well, lo and behold, I finally broke down and I went from an iPhone 6 <laughs> to an iPhone 11. And I'm just going to tell everyone that's listening, <coughs> a lot of shit has changed from the iPhone 6 to yeah. the iPhone 11. A whole yeah, lot. Say. <laughs> a whole lot. So... But anyways, after I got my new phone, I got a little note on my thing, on my Apple TV thing. I had a notification, so I clicked on it and said, congratulations on your new iPhone. We're giving you a free year of Apple TV. I'm like, well, nice. that's beautiful. That's fantastic. So I get $4.99 for free for for a year. And, of course, I I said, absolutely, I'll take the free thing. And now i got to remember to cancel it. Yeah. To send me the four ninety nine, but anyways, it gives me access to see that uh, Jason Momoa's uh, C. So I did watch the first uh, forty five minutes, about ten minutes left of the first episode, and one of the things that we talked about in the um, original like trailers and stuff too, I mentioned it's like, okay, so this is what's happened. There was this apocalyptic thing, killed off the majority of all the people on the planet. And those that survived, which wasn't a ton, they all emerged with loss of sight. Yeah. Okay? So no one can see. No one can see. Right? So the story is basically Momoa is the leader of this tribal unit. Okay? And it's like more, you're getting more back into like, not prehistorical, past that a little bit, into more of a tribal type of situation. And people live in these different areas. But of course... As with all cultures, hierarchies get established. So yeah. there's obviously a hierarchy that oversees this other thing that wants to obviously continue to hold control over all this stuff. And they're called, um, I almost said witch hunters, but that's not the right word because I was thinking of the witcher. But maybe there are witch hunters. I can't remember the exact terminology. But they're looking like for heretics and things like that. So a pregnant woman comes into Jason Momoa's tribe Okay, now Jason Momoa is the leader of the tribe, but for some reason he's never been able to have an heir. Okay, mm. so she comes in, she's pregnant. He then ends up taking her in and marries her, and then, like, now he basically has a child. Yeah. Okay, so that's the basic in the first season, not, or first episode, not giving anything away here. She's having, she basically is giving birth. To this uh, to hood the kid, and then she ends up having two kids, and um, but in the meantime, Jason Momoa and his group are basically get word that another faction's coming in, which is led by the hierarchy at this point, coming in to, to take over their tribal area because somebody in their tribe came out and saying, obviously heretical, you know, heretical. Heretical. <laughs> doesn't sound nearly as bad as it should. Uh, it's her, probably heretical. I don't know what it is. Yeah. What's the right terminology? Heretical is probably. You know, sounds. I like heretical. Yeah, I like heretical. Uh, heretical. So there. Anyway, so this one guy 
he reaches out to the witch hunter guys. They come, they're like coming to attack them. This is what I talked about that I thought was like, okay, they're all blind. Yeah. Okay. So how are we going to do this? How are we going to have battles when everybody's blind? So it's really the first, like in episode one, they have a big battle scene. Yeah. It's fascinating. It, it works. It actually works. And they have mechanisms to communicate, you know, things like that. In the one village, when they're gathering the troops and everything, they show like an overshot of it, okay? And um, if you've ever been to Seattle, um, Seattle, all their buses run on electrical lines, right? So you have all these lines, like the same trolley lines. They have lines all through the city, and the buses just basically hook up that line. That's how they get they move around. So there's lines all through the village, and it's laid out in a perfect square. Everything is like very like geometrically yeah. correct. And then they call people to order. Well, they have like these long spears, and they come out and they basically like they touch the line to be able to walk where they're going and stuff. And so they do make this effort to compensate for the inability to see and you can see like when they're getting ready to fight and everything, how they have to interact is just two blind people fighting. And yet, you know, Momo is still just beating ass. I mean, yeah, I of mean, course it's, it's yeah. and it's just some of the stuff he does is great, but again, it's like, I have like a, a series where like blind people are like just stabbing into like empty air. Like they're facing the complete opposite direction. And, yeah. So yeah. what's funny though, too, is like, like so, the baddies are coming in, but leading the leading the charge is guys with dogs. Oh, hey! So obviously the dogs weren't impacted. Yeah. So, but then the other thing, the troops are following behind other people that are swinging incense and stuff like that. So they obviously follow the smell and stay in line. So they're in line due to the sense that they are following, you know what I mean? Mm. And then when they arrange their attack and different things like that, and then when they're battling, it's like I, all I'm doing in the first part is just keep saying, okay, everybody's blind. I don't want anyone to look at anybody yeah. when they're fighting. Because if I see them looking at each other, then that, that ruins the entire thing, yeah. You know, so, but the story revolves around this because... The child that this woman gives birth to, and children, I believe, because there's two, um, have the ability of sight. Yeah. So, obviously, the evolution process has continued, and now sight's coming back into this generational piece. And um, so, I'm going to continue it. I mean, I can't say it's probably my, like... This was the best I think I've ever seen. I know Apple was really hanging their hat on this, and they were hanging the hat on the the morning show thing with Steve Carell and yeah, Aniston yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Didn't watch that yet, but <clears throat> I'll watch it. I want to keep watching it because if they execute this and they do it right, that's an achievement. Yeah, it'd really be something to see. It sounds no like they intended. are, though. Like, it sounds, like they're uh, going in the right. They're completely going in the right direction. Yeah. So I I I, I praise them for that, and we'll, um, and by the way, cinematography, outstanding, out beautiful. I mean, whoever's they got to film this, perfect landscapes, all all the sets, everything. It, 
it's just beautiful. There's no, again, no expense spared. And, and you know what? We're seeing that more and more now with all the platform stuff that's coming out. I mean, they have more money to put into this stuff, and we're seeing the quality that's coming out with it. And this is no different with Apple TV. They're not. They're plus. Well, let's. Apple's got money to burn. Yeah. They they were cold. They could burn a stack of hundreds. So yeah. I mean, it, they're good. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how C goes. Yep. But um, so far, I would say that I am on board. And I will update you as we go. I'll have to steal your credentials for Apple TV and log in and watch it. Oh, absolutely. Um, did, uh, so we we you got anything else for other news? No, that's really that's 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 basically what this the hot things that they came out. We talked about video games a little bit um, before, but with the Diablo and stuff like that too. There's a lot of like usually there's a there's like a little bit of a push towards the holiday season when it comes out to video games the one that you were yeah, talking about training, yeah, yeah that's coming out and um and things Final like Final Fantasy remakes coming out soon yeah mm-hmm. yeah or Final Fantasy seven remakes coming Luigi's out soon. Mansion three Mansion just, just came, came out, out and yeah. my son's Grayson is playing that right now says it's just great yeah from what I've seen it looks really good. yeah and you know I don't play as much Nintendo as I used to but he's really enjoying it a lot and. That's one of those things where it's like, you know, people always wonder, can Luigi hold up his own? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he can. Absolutely, he can. So, anyways, it it looks great. So, he's enjoying the hell of it. And I know you're going to play it soon with your kids. Yeah, I want to play it. I want to play it with and without the kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll let the wife play it with the kid. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So, Um, that's it. That's all as far as, like, tidbits of news. Cool, man. Uh, I did want to bring up uh, Boys Two. The the trailer oh, came yeah. out. Oh yeah! Perfect, yeah. Josh. Yeah. Um. So season two of the Boys. Yes. Um. Has been announced to come be coming soon. We don't have an official release date on it yet. Although it's been you know like four months since that aired, so we'll probably see it within the next six months to eight months. We'll we'll start seeing a lot more on it. Um. But the the trailer it looks really. Good. Like it's it's not it's not giving a whole lot of way. It's just going through the backstory of um, Homelander. Homelander, and he, you know, his raising, uh, um, and just how um, broken he is. Like like psychologically, he's, he's incredibly broken. Like yeah. it's not, you know, it's the thing. Same thing that they brought in with Bright uh, Brightburn, but they kind of did it sure. in a much better way good with, good with the boys. Parallel. Very good parallel. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and it's. You know, he didn't have any type of real raising, and and doesn't really know what a family is. And conceptually, he does. Conceptually, yeah, he, he, has, he, no, has, a, he has a logical no, understanding of what a family it, is, but it, doesn't it, have like a it, personal understanding. Correct. Yes, he knows yeah. what it should be. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I agree. I think that the I think that that really as as much as as a well, it's a dick that he is, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's giving uh, meaning to his dickness, yeah. you know, in a yeah. sense, like you, you can see, you can start to understand and, 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 and feel a little bit for him. But then again, he's such an ass though. Yeah. Yeah. But, but anyways, no, I, I agree with you. I think that was a phenomenal trailer. I think it was a good tease. And I love the direction that they're going to keep going with the boys. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen it, like, I don't really want to give you too, too much away because it's such a good trailer. Like, that that can be, like, a short. Oh, like, yeah. Like, in itself. Like, it's not even, like, a really good trailer. It's, yeah. like, it's it's like more of a short um, context to, to the actual yeah. movie. 
Yeah, you need to, 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 to actually truly appreciate, watch the watch boys the, first. Yeah, the first season. Yeah, watch the first season of the boys for sure. And, um, yeah, that was uh, that was great. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up too. That was fantastic. Um, staying on uh, comic books, I kind of want to go to Thunderbolts and um, yeah. talk about Thunderbolts. So um, Marvel had leased out a new LLC called Limbo. And so they'll do this for, like, all their movies and stuff. Um, and they'll, they'll hire, or they'll, they'll create LLCs to be able to work underneath, to be able to hide from like paparazzi and journalism and people that pick these things apart. And, um, you know, I was one of those people that definitely picked this apart and thought Limbo was either, um, something relating to Spider-Man because of the whole thing that went on. Limbo was kind of a, uh, trade to him or, um, Fantastic Four and thinking that it was, Dom starting to to do pre-production on on a Fantastic Four movie underneath the guise of Limbo. But, in fact, it happens to be related to the Thunderbolts movie. Nice. Um, And the Thunderbolts movie is coming out. um, To give you an idea for all all those that don't understand what the Thunderbolts are. Yeah, let's do that. So, the Thunderbolts, obviously, we've been introduced, and even within the comics, you were introduced to um, Thunderbolt Ross um, within the comics. That's the... The military guy, the, the general, colonel, whatever he is, um, that um, is um, is uh, is in over the uh, the Incredible Hulk, and um, he ends up becoming the Red Hulk, um, and um, he puts together a team. In in this case, it's in lieu of the the Avengers, so it's very much like the Avengers, but. The difference is that it's it's Thunderbolt Ross um, forming this group, and and there's definitely like a lack of uh, you know concern about more uh, morals and things like that that come from Thunderbolt Ross that that did come from you know the structure of the Avengers and things like things like that. So you see this team that's comprised of people like Norman Osborn and Doctor okay. Octavius okay. working with people like. The Black Widow and Hawkeye and and those types of people, um, that can all on put a one toe team. In those areas, yeah. So I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's there. Um, it, it it provides a very unique um, capability for the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it exists now, similar to what they did with Far From Home. Like they they brought in um, Mysterio and under the guise that Mysterio was a good guy and that he was trying to become a hero, yeah. And you can definitely like put in like a Victor Von Doom and have him as part of the Thunderbolts. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves, and that would be perfect, right? Um, or you can put you know some other equally bad guy in there that's set up to be a hero. You can even do that with Mysterio as he exists now within the MCU. I don't know how the arranging the the arrangement would work between Sony and Marvel to be able to do that, but. You know, you could do that, or or a, a Norman Osborn, or even a Magneto. You can put like a Magneto in there and sure. kind of structure oh, God, those that, things I mean, off. It's, yeah, yeah, and then you you lead up to from that to things like Dark Avengers and and things like that. But I mean, well, like, who were the original? Do you know the original members of Thunderbolts? I mean, this is. I mean, like Josh and I were talking about this a little bit off the air too. This is not my wheelhouse at all. I I'd never read the Thunderbolts. I knew I once I saw the logo and stuff I realized oh yeah I recognized it but I never really 
dug deep into it because again, I I don't know why I'm just goofballing. I stay in DC so, world, but so the original um, from what I'm able to gather is the originals are Norman Osborn, Otto Octavius, um, James Barn, um, uh, uh, Natalie Romanoff, yeah, um, uh, Clinton Clinton Barton, yeah, okay. um, Daniel Rand, okay, um, uh, Kane Marco. And so Dragon, okay. And then Tony Masters. So Iron That's Fist. Moon Knight. Iron Fist, Moon Knight, um, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Otto Octavius. Wow, Norman that's Osborn. just like, that's such a wonderful combination. Yes. I mean, it's just, it's crazy that, that that's awesome. So, I mean, when I hear those, when I hear all those names too, it just sounds like I'm just thinking of all the dynamics that you're playing with there. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of cool stuff on the chessboard there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can definitely see how they're trying to expand and like and provide something different. Yeah. To the MCU through this, and of course you're gonna well, have like you're gonna have if they take Thunderbolt those, Ross in there. What I really like too is if if what you're saying about them and how they the more the moral compass may kind of shift a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's very much like a, a Weapon bit. X program or something like that, to where yeah, they it's kind of like it's not to, the best of missions and yeah. they're not accomplishing so, them the most. What I think that I would really like about this, too, is because, obviously, those that have just seen the Avengers and all that type of stuff, you have your you have your notions on these characters, right? Yeah. And now you're going to be take some of those out of there, and you are now going to round them out, and you're going to show that other side of them that we know that they have. Because I've read them and other stuff that, obviously, is very different than, than their actions within those other, what we've seen. With yeah. The, yeah, I mean, you have Winter Soldier oh, alone. Yeah. Oh yeah, so that's fantastic. And then Danny Rand too. That's just like the wild card thrown in the middle. Well, Moon Knight too. That's that's oh, Moon Knight's super cool though. Yeah, I think uh, obviously they just began production on it. Um, now, so the have, Moon Knight, the Moon Knight season will probably come out before this. Now, do we have any attachments to people that we don't know their real names, but possible actors? <laughs> no, no, and that's kind of where I wanted to go with this was to to say you know. Given the current roster of everything, who would you put into this group? Oh, and then that's you know, on the side of that, if we have time, then to give yep. the casting. Obviously, we have time. We have plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. I um, I, I you know, I, I think that the way that Remmer and um, um, what's the lady that plays Black Widow? Um, um, yeah, I know you're talking about jeez. Well, we all know who um, they are. Yeah. I, I just think that R- Rimmer, he has the ability to just move into that darker area. He's been Me Too, though, recently. Huh? He's he's in the middle of a Me Too thing. Oh, well, then. So, he's I don't out. know if he's. Uh, no. Nope. Granted, like, I don't know that that's going to hold. Like, I haven't heard yeah. very much publicly about that. It's just been, like, within the channels. Yeah. But if. Where, okay, take the Me Too part of it out of it, though. I think that like when you can see like I always I always will remember the, my first real exposure to his what I would consider his most solid work was the Hurt Locker, mm-hmm. you know. And when you see like I that, completely forgot that he was in the Hurt Locker, but yeah, oh he played the lead God, character. Yeah, and it was a very I, good movie. Yeah. Oh, phenomenally good. And um, you, you can see that you know he has that ability to play that. St- 
that character that suffers through the the line in a sense. You know what I mean? Well, he did it with uh, well, he did it in in uh, in Endgame with the well, yeah, the, uh, uh, but not. I mean, I'm, I'm not as dramatically. No, 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 it definitely wasn't and as dramatic. But you can definitely has, explore that. Yeah, and it depends on what direction they take this in. He, I think he could. He could definitely do this yeah. without question. And I think that, you know, it would be so interesting to see the characters that people know already, like those two specifically, because those are the big hitters yeah. that people know. Black Widow and... And, um, and, Elm, and take yeah. them and then see what they could possibly do. Now, it's the other ones that you're talking about and and that really intrigue me because, like, the like let's take uh, Iron Fist. So, like, Danny Rand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, did not dislike. I did not dislike the Netflix shows. Did not. I don't yeah, think that that like Danny it. Rand has what I think would be needed for this. Actually, I like the actor there. I don't like the story. Like the storyline, kind of. Obviously, they they've wiped that. They're they're not from well, from what done. we understand. Yeah. It's done. They're not going to come back. Yeah, they're done. I think if they bring back anybody, it's going to be Daredevil on that. Well, if anybody, they should bring back Luke Cage because he was fantastic. Yeah, Luke Cage and Daredevil and, Jess- um, and Jessica. Oh, she's so yeah. good. But um, yeah, I don't think that Danny Rand's gonna be brought back. Like at least that actor, like they'll they'll well, recast it. But I mean, if we're talking, we're talking that, about yeah. the, an actor that we're like, say now. Okay, so open casting call, right? Who yeah. looking at this? All right, who would be Danny Rand? Who would be Danny Rand that would be able to do something like this? And obviously, you know, you won't like my answer. Oh, oh, Pattinson. <laughs> um, oh my God, Josh! Really, you got nothing else? <laughs> no, I mean that's just kind of what the mind went to. Yeah, initially. I mean, he, he, I think he would be decent on it. No, I mean, again, range not a question. And I'm just looking for. I like the established piece of those two other two people we just talked about moving in that direction and being able to take those characters and show that other side because I think they have the acting ability to move those characters in that direction. Now, with like, okay, so you said we have, who's on the table right now? Iron Fist, um, Doom? Well, no, I mean, the the original lineup was... Yeah, Otto Octavius, Norman Osborn... Um, James Barn, which is um, I know the name. I just can't place the the character uh, that he plays. I got to honestly, the dude that played Octavius in Spider Man, great. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. Yeah, the guy I mean, off of um, Indiana Jones. Huh? He was off of Indiana Jones. He was the guy that played and um. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, yes, you're <laughs> forgot completely. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yes, that guy has range yeah. and i think that he's done these other type of like more high budget movies but he really has range and oh, I, I think actually, that's probably still probably still stands up to be like one of the better comic book movies of all like of all time and he's the reason why well i think so. I that, between him and uh, um and uh the director of it um the guy that did Raimi. the evil dead yeah sam Raimi. yeah Raimi did a great job but by far one of the better like horror style yeah. Um comic book movies out yeah. there. I think like it like 
he, what is his, well, I can't, I won't even know. If you say his name, I'll know it. But I've seen him in so many other pieces. He's done period pieces. He's done, he's a real actor. Yeah. And, um, and he, I think, I liked him in that. Because, I mean, you got to realize, too, Doc Ock is not your ripped superhero. You no, know what I mean? No, he's he's yeah, a scientist, for yeah. goodness sake. You know what I mean? And, and That's I, where I think Victor Von Doom can come in here. Yeah. Is like, because, I mean, you don't have to take the original cast. At all, yeah. I'm saying like based upon or the original. Yeah, but like, when I think of an lineup. actor that could do what we're thinking about doing with this type of movie, That's he would he be would a be. guy. I don't think they'll cast him as. They won't. Doctor. He's too old now. Yeah, he's too old. But I mean, I'm trying to think. Okay, so knowing who he is, I'm thinking. Okay, well then, who else could we even think about that? Because you really need to have a guy that has that type of demeanor, mm-hmm. but yet can play. That other type of uh, juxt- juxtaposition to what they really are, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which is what this guy he you does flip on a switch. Yeah, and um, you know that's these are tough calls. I mean, that's gonna be it's gonna be fascinating who they pick for these. Well, I think yeah. I mean, what I, are you thinking though? I mean, who you... I would probably say the Moon Knight because of the, right, the let's talk about Moon Knight. That's not okay. area because obviously they're coming out with a few shows. So no matter which order that these come in. They can either introduce them in the movie and then have the TV show, or they can introduce them in the TV show and then have the movie. They can probably be better for the character if they did the TV show and then the yes, movie. Because people need to understand understand right. who he is and things like that. Right. And from what I've on from what I've heard about the TV show, it opens up with him on like a, a rooftop and he throws a guy off the rooftop. And so it's definitely like it's definitely um, more gritty and more. Um, uh, adult, or I don't know that adult's the right word, but like, um, it deals with with violence a lot more than what it, it paints on a different light than what you've seen like heroes yeah. within. Um, the but that's U- what we're MCU. looking for. In this, exactly, right? that's I mean, what I'm that, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's where he fits in perfectly. Sense. Yeah. Um, I would definitely put a Hawkeye in. I think that he's um to where you can use Clint uh, Clint uh, Barton. He, he can definitely come in there. Um, I would, I would, I would say like this would be the perfect place to be able to introduce part of the Fantastic Four with Doctor Doom, mm-hmm. and and have Doctor Doom as like as like the scientific person, like like fill that those shoes for for either Norman Osborn or Otto Octavius, yeah, and and be that mind within here, set that character up as an, as you know on a pedestal here. And then later on, you can introduce him with the um, as the bad guy within um, with within the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah, and he's such a he's an awesome bad dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, God, I mean, um, there there's rumors that that um, it may be tying in with the um, with the Falcon Winter. Soldier TV show. Oh, wow. Okay. So I would, from that, I would say that you probably take um, the Winter Soldier out there and then put Helm within here. Which is going to be the same guy. Yeah. But, um, yeah. This I mean, is I'm, really a wild card, Josh. It really yeah. is. And it's going to be so They've got so, so many intriguing. different toys to play with around here. Yeah, they do. And I think that they, not only that, but, they, but this whole thing with, you know, They've already clearly stated that these 
um, Disney Plus things and all that stuff. They're all it's all tied in. Yeah, it's I mean, all it's all firmly tied continuity. in. Continuity. Yeah. It's all part of the Marvel Universe MCU. Well, I mean, Kevin Feige's yeah. taking over Marvel yeah. Television now. He's mm-hmm. got Marvel Studios, and he's got the comic books now. Yeah. He controls. He's creative controller yeah. over everything that has to do with Marvel. Oh God, could you? Okay, step back for yes. one second. Josh. I agree. Just one second. Okay, and you open your eyes in the morning. Okay, you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. You wake up. All the alarm goes off. You wake up. First off, the alarm wouldn't go off because I just wake up. But I would wake up and I'm thinking, I get to play with all I the get, gold tools. Yes, cool I, cool I control yeah. the MCU and, and the comics. Exactly. It, it, it's just uh, how. Oh my god, dude, that would be so freaking awesome. You know, Ghost I, Rider would be another good one for this. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. That would seriously, absolutely. No. Good call, yeah. There's so many... That, I mean, as we go down this path, we can keep talking about it and keep coming up with new guys. But, um, yeah, I can't wait. It's great. I'm glad you brought that up. I can't wait to see what happens with it. And I will... Uh, um, I'm not going to go do a deep dive or a deep read, but I'll definitely do some read. Do yeah. A little read. And try to get some... Uh, yeah, they've got uh, some newer some, ones. I mean, they, you don't... From my understanding, you don't have to watch them, like, read them consecutively. Was, yeah, because I like think... It's just I, kind of one-offs. It's event series and stuff like that. Yeah. Which it seems like this is the type of thing where, like, it would just... For a purpose, this happens. Yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah, group, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the same, you know... But um, yeah, no. I like yeah, it. I mean, it, it makes it makes me think that they're they're probably gonna. This is probably gonna be the first big like this. There won't be an Avengers movie. It'll probably be the Thunderbolts movie. Yeah. And then after that, it'll be like a, a Young Avengers or New Avengers movie. Yeah. And then after that, it'll be a Dark Avengers movie to all take these people that's building up as yeah. the the good bad guys, mm-hmm. and then they'll have their light in the sun for a little bit. But there'll be it'll kind of like show their turning yeah. point. What mm-hmm. I like, what I really like about this, this whole premise of what we're talking about right here, it shows a smarter side of the yes. comic world. And I think that a lot of people don't associate it. Like a lot of people that don't know comics just think good and evil. You know what I mean? Good and bad. But there's so many gray things in the comic book world. And there's so many gray characters that always, like, you don't know what's, like, I mean, it's almost like a Lobo. Or not mm-hmm. Lobo, but, um, a Loki. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you love him, you hate him. You love him, mm-hmm. you hate him. You love him, you hate him. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, it goes anywhere from like Loki to like Bizarro. Yeah. And stuff like, you know. Yeah, like it's great. I, I just think I love, I love that. And I hope that people are. The Punisher. Yeah, the Punisher. Apps, that's a great example. Um, I hope that people take this opportunity to. To appreciate, and we've talked about it, I'm not going to go and nausea about this again, but the medium of comic books and their worth and, and, and what they actually can provide, you know, to the literary world. Because they are the works of, yeah. of literary works, you know. Yeah. So, anyways, besides that. But I just think it's interesting and I love that they're going that direction. I think it's awesome. And um, I think it's just going to, it's going to round out it's going to round out the playground for them. It really is. So we'll see. So talking about things that live in between black and white. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Jack Ryan oh. and like bring us into to Jack Ryan and, yeah. and like how, how that world 
exists between good and bad and you know those those types yeah. of things it, oh season two was fantastic yeah i can't say enough i mean it was great i mean it was um it was everything that i expected of it now if i have to say i had a few little things yeah okay i think that like there were a couple Hollywood moments that didn't need to be what they were, mm-hmm. and I don't really want to spoil it now because I know it just came out, so I want people to be able to see it or whatever. But there's a, there's just a couple little moments there. Where I'm like thinking, okay, we need this is not right. Okay, outside of that, I I just I I couldn't believe how timely it really was when you talk yeah. about the unrest going on in Venezuela well. right now. Yeah, and then this is written, and this literally could have been written like why this was stewing over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't know how quickly they wrote this and how, how whatever it was, but it was so timely and it was so accurate yeah. that it was it was it was ridiculous. And the premise. That you saw that obviously the corruption thread that ran through this, mm-hmm. and it ran through Venezuela to cause the situations in Venezuela, but the ancillary pieces that come straight back to the United States on top of that, that's not a yeah. joke. That's real stuff. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. And if you don't think it is, you're insane. Yeah. And and the things that they say in that movie, especially things what they said about China and stuff, that stuff's true. Yeah. It's not made up stuff. No, yeah, this th- these these facts that they talked about, and I'll tell you the behaviors that these people demonstrated overseas and things like that, and in the embassies and stuff. Like, that's legit. I mean, it's legit. The only one of the only pieces that I that I thought was a little bit odd, okay, was if you were in an embassy overseas, okay, and um, oh, I'm gonna spoil something here for a second. So yeah, that's fine. Right. Let's Spoilers. just first of all let's let's give yeah. our like official review, like yeah. like a couple like a sentence like wad review, like. You know, in my opinion, I, I binged it like all in one night. So it's it's very like action pack driven, um, very accurate to real world. Um, coming from that you know arena within within my military career and working with very closely with those types of people, and then training for that type of stuff. Um, you know, I know that that at least from the technical side of it, like all that a lot of that stuff was. Um, was very true to word and you you can expect that with tom clancy like yeah. I've, I've said it on this podcast before either tom clancy knows something or he's able to guess very very accurately yeah. on a lot he, of stuff he's got clearance yeah yeah <laughs> he, I has think he has to have clearance that's all i can say. um and then uh and then you know it's very well done not only from like a writing and directing standpoint but jim krasinski oh. i cannot say enough about jim Kras- no. krasinski in no. this role He's no longer Jim. No, he's, he's no longer Jack Jim. Ryan. Yeah. He's Jack now. He's no longer Jim. He's Jack. No. Um, as John Krasinski, yeah, I did uh, put Jim in there by accident, but yeah, it's you're right. It's yeah. not. It's not Jim. It's no. My John point is, and, he, and in my mind, yeah. in my mind, when I watched the first couple episodes of Jack Ryan, the first season one, one that's Jim once from he office. made me forget Jim, and he became Jack. He's Jack now. Yeah. 
Oh, after this season, he's definitely Jack. Oh. Like, they're trying to take it back. Without question. Yeah, it's going to be hard to watch The Office and see Jim again. No. You're going to think Jack. You're going to think that it's Jack undercover in the Scranton Paper Factory. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I, I, I have to agree with Josh on that, too. I mean, you know, my... You know, my realm and, and what I've done as well, I, I, I've been on sides of different things and I've been able to see things. And I, I cannot, again, express enough the legitimacy of the quality and the attention to detail that they put into this show. And it is truly a, a very strong representation of accuracy. And um, it's just... It was, it, it's just very well done. I mean, it was so, and it, it was it, the pacing was fantastic. The character, all the characters they had, every character that they had in the show was great. There wasn't a bad actor in that in the whole show, in my opinion. No, yeah, absolutely. There's doesn't matter how minor the role was, every character was fantastic. Yep. And I think that's what makes the ensemble was was solid, and uh, of course, I mean, the uh, maestro of the whole thing is Krasinski, without question. I mean, he's just he he's this is a guy I think that he was has been meant to play for a long time, and he does a great job. So, but to get into can we move into the spoiler section at all? Or yeah, so I mean, you know, that's spoiler yeah. free review. Um, go back and watch the. The, the series, if you haven't watched season one, obviously watch season one. Yeah. But watch season two. Um, and then come back to the podcast and we'll, we'll break down the spoilers for you. Um, but last chance. <laughs> All right. So go, go with the spoilers. You go with them. So anyway, so one thing that I thought was the only thing that I thought was a little bit odd to me and I ran it by some people, and they kind of validated my thought, was, you're in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Two things. One, there's a senator, right? Yeah. He's down in Venezuela. Now, I get that his parents are from there. That doesn't change the fact that that guy would go nowhere yeah. without an entourage. Yeah. He would have people with him. But he did have He had two he, cars. He had two cars. No, no, no. Not when they were out at the bar. No. But hanging out. I mean, during like, the, during you don't the, understand, though. That if you're in a country like that. Okay, yes. With but, the potential of civil unrest. Yes. You're that have, guy. You have, have very extensive security detail. E- yes. Extensive. It, it, you're talking four or six guys. Yeah. yeah at least. A, yeah. A, you're going to have a separate SUV behind them. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, and they that, did. And not in no. Not when he went out to dinner. When, during during the ambush, he did. During the ambush, they did. Yes. But when he was at the bar, and that's when he ran into his buddy from Moscow, mm. he was by himself. He was just hanging out having dinner and drinks. Yeah. And that that's one thing that I thought was, I thought was weird. Yeah. And then the other thing is that once he got popped, okay, they show up at the, the um, embassy the next day. Mm-hmm. It's not business as usual. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. You and, yeah. No. Yeah. No. No. Everybody no, would no, be no, no. on their no. like nose to the grindstone trying to figure well, out what was going on. First off, nose to the grindstone, what's going on? The other thing, like what you saw towards the end, 
Yeah. Those type of protocols probably would have, they would have been enacted already. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not talking to the point of drilling through hard drives. Yeah. And then just, you know, like but, shredding every single piece of documentation. Yeah, you, you have, definitely yeah. would have put you at that point, knowing that you're now, that's considered obviously what, whatever you want to call it, hot zone, hostile zone. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. I mean, at that point, we're going to, you know, there's travel advisories coming out. You don't go there, you know, all mm-hmm. that type of stuff. So, yep. That was really like if I had to, if, and again, I am grasping yeah. at straws. Yeah, it's very minute. It's, it, but again, I have to also realize this is, this is a TV show. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's take it for what it is. And I think that, you know, that aside, you know, the reality of the things like, you know, when they were had the siege at the gates, the embassy and all that type of stuff and how they were doing what they were that's legit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what happens. So it's uh again, I think that again I, I, I can't say enough about it. I just thought that the it was contextual to to the day, you yeah. know, and it spoke to change out Change anything you want to. Change it to oil. Change it to whatever you want to change it to. They mm-hmm. chose this obscure mineral that China has ninety percent power, which is probably accurate. Yeah. I don't know that. I never yeah, fact probably, checked it. Yeah. I didn't fact check either. But, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could, I can see that. Well, if people want a rude awakening, go look the national debt situation and see how much money we owe China. Yeah. You will literally, yeah. you would second largest debtor. To the uh, next, only next to the U.S. people, like the U.S. citizens. Uh, no, we have to pass on. No, no, that it's is. not like if you the, the amount of debt that the that the government owns to the U, the U.S. citizens like far surpasses what we owe to South China. I can guarantee you, but okay. uh, yeah, neither here nor there. It's it's extremely so, large, way too large. Yeah, well, we're so far indebted to China. You have people have no idea, but the whole point is is like. It was so relevant. It was so topical. It was fresh, but they were able to do it in a way that I thought was just, it was great. I mean, it was fantastic. And these situations where people get put in those um, situations where, you know, one day you're this, one day you're that, Mm -hmm. just the elections in Venezuela just happened that long ago. Yeah. The one guy decided, no. Yeah. No. He was not relinquishing the forces of the armed military. Yeah. So, what do you do? Yep. I mean, I mean, it's like okay, you're no longer in power, but yet yeah, yeah, all the people that the military. have the military, yeah. they're gonna listen to you and not, you know, that's that's amazing. And when they talk about the strategic point of Venezuela in a nuclear situation to the United States, yeah. That's legit. Yeah. I mean, that's real. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's more yeah. of a threat. So definitely like a, a Bay of Pigs like type oh, situation. Oh my gosh, no, yeah. Like, you know. They're not that far away. No. There's cruise ships that go there. So, I mean, out of Miami. So it's not that far. No. And uh, it, it, it's... It's the same it, shooting it, distance within D.C. Exactly. Most definitely, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it could literally take Florida just literally off. Oh, yeah, yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, it doesn't take, like, a, a large ballistic missile to, yeah. like, get to D.C. Yeah, you Key know. West would grow by a whole other yeah. island real quick. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I just, I can't say enough about it. I, I thought it was riveting. I thought it was interesting. I could not, 
I like we watched like three episodes a night. I know Josh did the whole thing, which I want. I wish oh, I could yeah. have did the whole thing. I had time to do. The oh, whole dude, thing. I just I took my shot that mm. night, and then yeah. I I was already like at two episodes in, and then Andrea came down and she was like vaguely into it, and then we went to bed after like four episodes, and I watched the last four yeah. in bed while she was falling asleep. It was um, it it's and you know what what I loved is like the quick. I mean, it it like I felt that I had to wait for it. Because, I mean, I don't know what, how long it was between them, but I honest to God hope they're working on the next one because this is going to be something they can keep going. With, yeah. You know? And it's, I, mean, I think it was like right out of a year, but, yeah, I mean, I think that they been, can, Was it really yeah, that long? I think it's been like wow. a year. Because I was waiting for it. I mean, I've been waiting yeah. for it. You know what? You're right because it was about Christmas time last year that this came out. Mm-hmm. I remember it because I kept, they kept teasing it like three months out and I keep like going on Prime and I see them like, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go, here it's coming, mm-hmm. it's coming, yeah, so, yeah. Very good. Yeah. I can't say enough. I just, I can't say enough about Jim, too. I mean, let's just, yeah, you know, yeah. just Jim, Jack. Yeah. John Cruz. Yeah, Cruz. John. Yeah. Jim, Jack, John. Yeah. So he's he's great in it. And actually, the, uh, the, um, the one, the, his partner from, um, Moscow, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the black uh, guy. Yeah, the black guy. What's his, oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Gone. Anyways. All good. And the guy that played, um, the guy from House of Cards that played the... Uh, yeah, oh my God, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he played the COS, the Chief yeah. of Station guy. Yeah. So, so actually, if you watch this show and you watch Homeland, like, you get a sense of what yeah. the Chief of no, Staff really yeah. does overseas. And, like, like you can go sing-songy all day long overseas, and then all of a sudden, it can go south in like really a quick. minute, in a minute, it can mm-hmm. go south. So it's 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 just it's really it's a bizarre it's a bizarre situation of how fragile some of these things are. Yeah, especially in countries where you're golden, and then you know obviously the goal of like you know United States and the Department of State or whatever we have. Is to spread democracy throughout the world, right? You know what I mean. That's that's the goal. And you get in these countries that like, oh, we have it. Do they really though? You know what I mean. And that's a prime example. Yeah. Like what the election wasn't working right, shut the shit down. Yeah. You know what I mean. And that that happens. Just look how they were voting on paper. Yeah. You know what I mean. And looking at President Xi yeah. in China, mm-hmm. like president for life now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. I can't say enough about it. If people aren't watching that, that's shame on them. Cause it's, it's yeah, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's such a eye opener, and I, like, I mean, you can take my word for it. You can go talk to whoever you may know that's been in the situation before. Um, but it, it's very true to life. Uh-huh. The way that they're presenting it. And that's I think that's what is most fascinating. But besides, like, like um, Jack going through and looting his room before he leaves, like. I didn't spot spot like anything that like the the whole like the 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 bug that he he had there like I get that and and that that definitely happens and and the yeah. the inner the the spy against spy thing that definitely happens and um it's the the but the minor things like the the things that like a uh, an, an operator goes through it, like any operator that you talk to, whether it, it doesn't matter if they're Green Beret, if they're, you know, whatever, 
you know, um, they're going to know that you load your room. Like I still load my room to this day. Whenever I go to hotels and stuff, I, I go and leave my zippers on a certain way on my back or on my backpack or on my, um, on my suitcase and leave like things, uh, you know, laying nonchalantly across things, but notice where they're laying at, um, go through and, and, you know, um, have my laptop halfway plugged in, halfway plugged out. That way I know if it's been moved and things like that. Sure. And, um, and then the screen at a certain angle and stuff like that. And that's, that's, those are the things that you do with the fact that she was able to go through like a bunch of his documentation and stuff like that. It's like, ah. So, you know what? You're a good really point because I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. But then I thought, okay, so you're right. And I completely agree with you because like when soon as he, soon as she cracked that open, she was looking at the containers and all that type of stuff that he had. It was like, I'm like thinking, and I said to Sean, like, there's no way. Yeah. That that would just, but then I thought about it for a minute. It's like, now wait, was he setting her up and testing it? Because like the next time, obviously she comes up, the bugs in her drink. So was he trying to fill that situation out? And that's why he always did like they had a kind, like you know, be honest with me this time, you know that type of stuff. Like it's like. So Maybe they did, I mean, but I don't think they did. I think he probably gave a little too much away if that was the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I think that he gave. Yeah, I agree. I think that he let too much. There was too much. There's too much spillage there. Too much overage. Yeah, but I don't. I, I think it could have been handled. That could have been handled a little bit differently. To still, like you know, have her try to crack the computer, couldn't get in it, drop the bug, you know, something like that, and that way. He now knows that she's a spy. Because I think I think that he knew that she was, and he was testing the waters. But of course, he didn't have any problems hooking up with her. Well, I mean, you, know? you got to so. do what you got to do to get information, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't look. He didn't look too uh, worried. Yeah, 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 that's so. a hard job, but somebody's got to do yeah. it. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, but yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> So there, I mean, again, you can sit here and pick through a, there's probably about four or five points that I would definitely, that's one of them. I'm glad glad you brought that up. That's a really good point because anybody with classified files would never handle them that way. Yeah. And then you would never send like, you would never send one of the guys that is on your team with somebody that you've just recently turned to Mm -hmm. with a guy that, that ends up being a double agent between um, the the guy that they put the 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 black guy into to his trunk, you yeah. never that would never happen. You want eyes on that yeah. guy until he's on. Oh, the I agree. But the only thing I could say to support that possibly working is because the chief of sta- or the chief of station guy um, from House of Cards, he vouched for him and actually put him in charge of the security detail for the other. Person. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, but I that's the that. whole thing with locally employed staff overseas. I mean, you don't. I mean, you, again, it's it, you don't know where their loyalties lie. Yeah, and that's the problem when you do that. I mean, and that's why there should be there. There are a lot of other options, and there probably should have been somebody from. Well, whatever. Not, but so. Yeah. Um. Any final closing thoughts? Watch it. Yeah. Just absolutely. watch it. Watch it. Watch it, enjoy it, appreciate it, and just wait for the next one because it's, it's it's a ride. It's a great ride, and it riddle it literally. It you could if you've read a Tom Clancy novel, and I've read one or yeah, two, maybe 
it, it plays out exactly like it. That little twist at the end, you know, where it brings it home, you know, that was just, I mean, I knew it. I kind of figured it out, you know, but it was just still, it was, it was awesome the way they did it. And then it just shows. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that yeah. thing. Yeah. And that speaks true to like things that are going on now oh. that, I mean, like if I yeah. talk about them, they'll get very political. Yeah. I'm not going to do that, yeah, but I'm not do that. yeah, it's, um, but there are definitely like investigations and stuff that go directly to that. That yeah. you know what he's what he's doing and oh yeah yeah you know. and if you don't think that's happening then, then shame oh on yeah you. all over the place shame it doesn't matter where your you. loyalties lie on which party like everybody's yeah. doing that yeah I mean the strongest person in any of these situations is people that write the policy yeah if you're a policy writer you then yeah. you know what you control the game so anyhow watch it yep I would agree um. So this comes to our final section of the podcast and section that we like to call Danley Ask a Question. Does Danley have a question for us this week? Matt? You know what? Um, Danley doesn't, but he, you know, he, I, you know, we text him at dinner. Yeah, at dinner, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he did want me to, uh, you know, uh, let's see. I'm going to try to generate a question out of what he texted me. Um. I was jokingly telling him that uh, that Josh didn't get our podcast up in time because he was in rehab, <laughs> but that was just a joke. Josh was not in rehab. There's no reason for concern. Josh actually had a nice uh, um, business getaway business. with my team, exactly. like a work together type of thing. I work remote, yeah, uh, for work, and we all we all got together on Folly Beach and drank way too much and partied and. Well, um, I wonder, no Wi-Fi that I could speak of there, so and so um, didn't get uploaded. And so I'll just go with what he what he said. So yeah. he said that he suggests that if you are going <laughs> yeah. to be hanging around with me, yeah. that I get you a <laughs> bottle of Jim Beam and a box of tampons, and then I have to tell you, Josh, to take your pick. <laughs> I'll definitely have some of the gym bean. I'm not going to be able to like drown the entire Wait, handle. What he also states that you can only have one or the other. There's no substitutes. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no need for me to okay. tampon. So. So, okay, so I will just let, let it be said that Danley's question was if Josh had to make his choice, Josh would pick Jim Beam, which yes. I would definitely be more than happy to supply to him because. Even though I'm a grown ass man, I don't want to go into a store and buy tampons. But I will go buy Jim Beam anytime, anywhere. And then, uh, and of course, that's an open invitation for Danley to come down and help yeah. finish said bottle. So, uh, Danley, come down. We'll put you on the podcast. Yeah. So Danley also just in person as as uh, as Danley does though. One of our uh, he's our platinum listener. Yeah. Um, he uh, sent me a great uh, snap though too um, from. Um, instagram from uh, uh kevin smith oh yeah they were in pittsburgh so um they took a picture so did you hear about this like i mean not to not to like off but did you hear about what happened to kevin smith and jay muse in pittsburgh they so, became Steeler fans as as anyone should no they I'll, I'll let you continue your story but like before i lose this train of thought the the um they had a couple of um fans that wanted autographs like away from the show like they didn't pay for the show or anything yeah 
So, you know, they, they sign their autographs and stuff, but the fans followed them back to their hotel room and, like, were stalking them the entire night. Like, like made them feel very uncomfortable. So, what the hell, Pittsburgh? Like, <laughs> well, I, I flew back today. So. <laughs> Well, but but can't we understand the fandom though? I get that, but I mean it's a little creepy. Like okay, I mean, first off, you're making, of... you're making an assumption that they're from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. But we do have airplanes that can yeah. take people around the world. Yeah, so you're, these you're same two centrally people... located to like a bunch of different yeah, places the, too. We have the international hub. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is that we may very well run into these characters when you and I go see the show. Yeah. Here in Charleston. Yeah, that's true. So. I'm not going to say they're Pittsburghers because Pittsburghers don't behave that way. Yeah. If they were, they're transplants. Okay. Maybe. So, anyways, maybe. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not <laughs> doubting you at all. Like I'm, I'm just playing. The, the possibility exists either way. But anyways, so they uh, they went and took a shot of the uh, church that was used in uh, Dogma was mm-hmm. filmed in Pittsburgh. Part of it, anyways. And they took a, a shot of the church in Pittsburgh, and Danley and I spent the afternoon trying to figure out where it was located. Of course, because Neither one of us want to use Google. We just have to keep guessing where it is. But yeah, it takes all the fun out of it. Yeah, well, it does. But we, I, I did get it right. It's, uh, it, it's called East Liberty, and if you live in Pittsburgh, it's called uh, Sliberty. And yeah. uh, so it was located in Sliberty, and I've actually seen it numerous times. And and I just, I finally put it together too. I never thought about it, but when they had the shot of those two, Jay and him in front of it, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that's it. That's the one. Yeah. You know, and so yeah, of anyways, it's really it's cool. It's a beautiful, yeah. it's a beautiful church. But anywho, so Danley, um, Josh chooses the Jim Bean. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bring a bottle of yourself, Danley. Yes. Anytime you want to come down, the table's always That's right. There's, there's be two things that we'll do, Danley. One, we will drink your Jim Bean. Two, you will sample some of the finest barbecue by Josh and myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, after that, you're on your own. But I think that's probably all you're going to need. So, I think that's a given. Yeah, done. All right. Well, um, before you go, make sure to go through and um, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave a comment. Um, rate the podcast if that's an option on your particular listening service. We're found wherever podcasts are available. And until next week or whenever I get around to uploading the episodes, this has been the Nerd Force Podcast.